Hey loves, I'm Ebony and welcome to Thrive Like a Mother. On this podcast, we're scared that we'll be judged for our truth, but we're also tired of being stuck in survivor mode. You're in the right place if you're ready to step into the thriver you were truly meant to be. I'll share resources and tools to help you on your journey towards a healthier mindset while healing from your trauma. The journey may not be easy, but you won't have to face it alone. I'm a girl mama of two, learning day by day how to heal from past trauma while running a household working full time. And I'm on a mission to build a life I've always dreamed of, but never thought was possible. So love, if you're ready to believe in what's possible, let's link arms and thrive together. Hey loves, so excited and grateful that you are here for today's episode. Today is going to be all about sharing a new perspective for you and just bring some new eyes onto a social media cleanse. And I want to share with y'all the reason why I decided to take one right at the end of 2022 and really just chat about some of the effects that social media has on our society today. And then of course, I'm going to share all the juicy tips and steps that I took to make sure that my social media cleanse was successful. Okay, y'all, I really just want to jump straight in and talk about why I decided to take a social media break. And I really just want to preface this by saying that, you know, I love social media. I love the connections I'm able to make through it. I love being able to keep up on uh, my friends and family's lives, uh, world events, all those things, you know, trends. I, I actually do like keeping up with some of those too. But yeah, I really love to stay connected and I feel like social media does a great job of that. But for me, right at the end of 2022, I started to have I started to notice some feelings, um, mainly in how I was feeling when I was posting and sharing my content. I started to kind of forget the joy in why I share, um, which is really just to inspire others and attract people to me that I am wanting to serve and, you know, really impact their lives. And so it was this, that weird week right between Christmas and New Year's, um, you know, you're, you know, coming down from your high of Christmas, opening presents, spending time with family, and then, you know, realizing that a new year is about to start. And both the girls were home um, from daycare and and pre-K. They were both home. And I started to recognize that I was starting to feel, you know, anxiety about posting and needing to check in. And I kind of gave myself a little bit of a gut check on what my priorities were. And when I did that, I realized, okay, this anxiety is because I'm realizing that I'm spending a little bit more time than I would like to, you know, checking in and posting and doing all the things and sharing instead of like what I would love to do, which is like spend more time with the girls. And so it was around that time that I gave myself, you know, that gut check. And I said, all right, well, you did the gut check. What are you going to, what are you going to do about it? I gave myself a week. I said, if I can 
take this whole entire week just to step back away from social media and really just focus in on spending time with the girls. Now, that didn't mean that I wasn't still going to be capturing memories with them because those are still very important to me. If y'all if y'all saw how many pictures and videos I have on my phone, I know I'm not the only mama out there that has a million and uh, a gazillion <laughs> tons of photos and videos of their kids on their phones. Um, it wasn't going to stop me from doing that, but it was going to take away some of, or a lot of the pressure and anxiety I was feeling about going to check my notifications, going to make a post, um, going to check in on other accounts, all those things. It would take all of that kind of pressure and anxiety away from me so that I could focus in on just spending that quality time with them. So I want to make a little bit of a segue into talking more about those feelings, right? Because at the time, I, or really for a long time, I hadn't really realized that the extra anxiety that I was feeling had been connected to social media. In my head, I didn't connect those dots initially. Um, And so I did a little bit of research for you guys. Um, And of course, I will link to this in my show notes um, so that you can read up on it as well. But I really wanted to dive into um, just some research on what the effects of social media really has on our society um, and just how, how we feel about it, some of those feelings. So of course, you know, with social media, there is that instant gratification. There's just something about being able to have that instant connection, instant entertainment, instant um, just updates on not just the lives of the people that you know, but the people that you don't necessarily know, right? And when all of that content, all of that information is in front of you all of the time, it's kind of hard not to compare, right? Not to compare your life to the life of someone else. Um, Even if you logically know that what they're posting may be, you know, the highlight reels, the highlights of things going on in their life, you're not necessarily seeing all of the things that they're going through daily, But you look at their lives and you're like, wow, I'm not doing that or I should be doing that. You you compare a lot. And then let's talk about that feeling of FOMO, the fear of missing out. I think that this was something that I really struggled with when starting to feel anxiety, the fear of like missing out on any updates that were shared or the fear that if I wasn't sharing any updates, y'all wouldn't know what was going on. And I was like, okay, this is wild. Okay. So just wanted to really share some of those feelings with y'all, just in case you're out there and you're wondering if the feelings that you're having around social media are normal. They completely are. It is definitely something that I think most people go through and and feeling those and leaving them kind of unchecked, they can lead to feelings of anxiety or depression. And I want to remind y'all, I'm not a psychologist or a therapist. So of course, like I said, I will be linking the article that 
Um, I use just for research for this episode in the show notes so you guys can kind of start doing your own, your own research into those feelings and studies. Okay, now time for the juicy part, right? I recognize that I was dealing and struggling with some feelings of anxiety around social media and realizing that I had this whole week where I wasn't going to be working or um, doing anything, just really focusing in on the girls and committing to the social media cleanse for one week. I was like, if I can do it for one week, you know, <laughs> I think that I will start to maybe be able to consume social media in a much healthier way. That was really, that was really my goal of it. Not even just to take a break and focus in, but secondly, to think about the ways that I started to consume or share on social media. I just wanted a healthier version of that. So let's talk about really the steps that I took. I'm going to start off talking about the initial discomfort that I had because I feel like it's important to go into that even before really taking any steps and things. Y'all, FOMO is is real. Like I had, even though I had already had anxiety about social media and posting and all the things, I also had anxiety around taking a break. I thought, you know, like, what if I miss something? It's just, yeah, like what What if I miss something or miss sharing something that I wanted to share with y'all? And there was this moment that just like clicked for me. And it was a thought that life goes on whether you post about it or consume details about others' lives, life is still going to go on, right? I'm still going to be over here doing my thing. Everyone else is still going to be doing theirs. And so you can never really truly miss out because events are still going to happen. And I think when I made that very, it's a a small but mighty mindset shift, I was like, all right, yes, we're doing this. We're all in. Um, So the first step that I took in my social media cleanse was really customizing my home screen to reduce distractions, y'all. I don't know if you're like me and very organized, mindset driven. I, my home screen has like folders and different names for those folders as far as like um, relevance to what is contained in them. Um, So I did pretty, I think, pretty much a good job of that already, but I still felt like I needed to do a little bit of cleaning up really because, you know, the notification badges and things I feel like would be kind of incentive for me to want to click into them. So I'm going to get into that a little bit later. But the main thing was clearing up my home screen so that there weren't as many apps on there. I removed a lot of apps that I didn't access often anyway, and ones that I didn't want to necessarily access during this time. And I actually created a reel around like, how my home screen looked and like the steps that I took to do the social media break. I actually have that home screen still set up today. And really the only things on there were, of course, my music, because I would not be taking a break from that. I love my music podcast. I had my meditation app on there. Um, I had the Kroger app because y'all know I love to do grocery pickups. Um, But you see the trend there, like really just like the essentials, things that I know that I'm going to use 
often. And y'all, of course, I will link to that specific reel that I made around the steps that I took in the show notes so you can take a closer look and a little bit more in detail of what I did. Um, The next thing I did after I cleaned up my home screen was I turned off notifications for most apps. And this is where I get into, you know, those notification badges. There is just something about seeing them that makes me want to click the app. I don't know what it is, but it makes me want to clear it out, right? I'm like, okay, what's that little, what's that little notification? What did I miss? Again, right? So I turned off a lot of notifications for the apps, not only just the badges, but also like the notifications that come up on my lock screen. So I wasn't incentivized even more than to like still see them on my lock screen and still want to tap into them and and check on them. I was really all about like, you know, focusing in on my quality time with the girls. I was going all in and I was like, you know what? It's just a week, right? It's just a week. And then I'll kind of reevaluate where I'm at. Uh, The next step that I took, I deleted all the apps, y'all. I deleted Instagram, Facebook, and yes, even LinkedIn. I deleted that too. But even though that I deleted the apps from my phone, I don't want y'all to think that I just completely unhooked because, and I'm going to get into this next. For me, um, like I said, the meaning behind social media for me, the the biggest, I'm going to say benefit for me is connection. And one of those things is my accountability group. Y'all know that my accountability group is something that I check into daily, not just for my clients as a coach, but also for myself, right? Um, it's something that has helped me stay on my health and fitness journey all these years since I first started up, you know, um, just about three years ago, almost. I, and so I decided that I didn't want to disconnect completely. So even though I removed Facebook from my phone, I still would make intentional time to log in on my computer. And only thing I was logging in to do would be uh, to check into my accountability group. Now, were there times that I did do a little scrolling? Yes, but I was mindful of that scrolling. Um, when I started to feel the urge to do it, I was like, all right, yeah, no, girl, you checked in, you're good, log out and, you know, keep it moving. And so, yeah, I'm not going to come on here and tell y'all that I did it perfectly because honestly, I don't think there is a perfect way, whichever way works for you as far as if you're wanting to complete a social media cleanse, that way is going to work for you. But I definitely want to share some tips with y'all on how I completed it and how I completed it successfully. Like I said, community is something that's very important to me. So that's not something I wanted to cut out completely of my life. So we're coming to the end of this episode. I really hope that in sharing my story, it has been helpful for some of y'all, um, especially if you're like me and you've been having these feelings of anxiety around social media and not necessarily knowing, okay, what can I do about this? Because um, I'm all about really taking care of your mental health and your mindset. So when I started to realize that it was really starting to take a toll on me, I was like, okay, I need to do something, right? And I had 
before this, I had never taken a social media break, not really on purpose. You know, it may have been for like a day or two, but um, never really fully like this, where I was intentional about the steps that I was taking to make sure I was disconnecting as much as I wanted to. Um, and again, I want to remind y'all, I don't hate social media. I actually really love it because I love the connections that I make. I love being able to stay updated and to update y'all. But I realized that I did dislike the emotions that began to be tied to it. And it was really like stealing my joy that I have for social media, like the anxiety and the guilt. I wanted those emotions, you know, I needed those to back off and so that I could focus more on the joy and why I share with y'all and why I want to stay connected. And I shared a little bit of research with y'all on the effects that social media can have on you that can lead to anxiety or depression. And remember that that article is going to be linked in the show notes for you in case you are wanting to read up on it a little bit more. And last thing I shared with y'all were the steps that I took to start my social media cleanse. I really addressed like that feeling, that initial discomfort of, you know, before even starting and realizing that, okay, this is not that bad. You know, let's just do it for a week. Let's just, you know, figure it out for a week and see how I feel after. And so besides getting rid of the apps, because obviously that's the easy solution, right? Just get rid of the apps. Um, I was very intentional about the other steps that I took to make sure I had a successful cleansing experience, like cleaning up my home screen and my notifications. And again, that link to that reel is also going to be in the show notes so you can get a more detailed visual for my visual people you know, detailed visual view of what that looked like on my phone. And just remember that social media doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing. But if you are starting to feel anxiety or that intense FOMO, because the FOMO is real, it might just be time for a break. So I hope that this episode was helpful for y'all. And if you are considering now taking a social media cleanse or anytime in the future, you can always come back to this episode. Thank you so much for listening, loves. If anything in today's episode resonated with you, share it with your bestie or on social media. And don't forget to tag me so we can chat about it. As always, I'm sending you light and love. And remember, you are worthy, you are enough, and you deserve to thrive. Talk to you soon.